Did you watch any of the game last night? I watched the tip. <laughs> and I just watched the tip. Just the, <laughs> literally watched. For that joke, I watched just the tip. The ball is tipped. Good night. I love that song. I love that one shining moment song. I, I recorded it so that I could. I didn't see an instant of the game. But I recorded it so I could go and watch One Shining Moment today as UConn completed an easy run to the national championship. It's, uh, I, I did see some stats where I think San Diego State had like trailed or only won by two, you know, the last two games. And UConn had never, I think they only trailed once. In the, the whole tournament? In the whole, in the whole tournament. tournament. Yeah, they averaged a win by like, you know, 15 points 20, or something. 20, 20, average, yeah. Their average winning margin was 20. They never they won every game by double digits. Their closest game was to Miami in the semifinal, which they won by, I think, 13, 12 or 13. I mean, just an absolute crushing. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. The tournament this year, I said, well, it's different than usual, you know. But really, you had one team that totally dominated. It's like anything could happen. It was, uh, you know... All over the place, a lot of upsets, but one team absolutely dominated all the way through. Never even threatened, never even challenged, and won easily. Although, uh, Chris Dim shared a review with me from the game and said, let's not sugarcoat it. This was a terrible basketball game. San Those Di- who watched said the quality of play was not great. Awful. San Diego State had more fouls than made field goals. Oh, really? That's a bad stat. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, I think they shot... Under was it thirty something percent from yeah, the floor? Thirty eight percent. It's a clunky game, yeah. And they got beat badly. Although they cut it to five with about five minutes left, they mm-hmm. then UConn just like okay, let's turn it up a little bit and easily won by seventeen last night to win that game. I uh, we I saw a lot yesterday about the women's final, which I I think that women's final may have more viewers than the hmm. men's final. They were saying that. The women's final had 9 million viewers. Now, you know what I've done for all my life. Ignored Not- women. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In yes. fact, you mocked me yesterday. I didn't mock you. No, that was a mock. <laughs> I did. I said, I watched the women's game, and you said, really? How's that a mock? You, you said, well, I said, it you was did. I said, you tone. did. <laughs> there was a tone, and there was also a smirk on your face. <laughs> Megan, I, the director, Megan, rewind the cameras. <laughs> I'll take, I'll. I'll take it. I don't care a whit about women's basketball. Now, never we'll, have. However, everything I saw yesterday in the aftermath of it was that the women's game has elevated athletically and that the one player, Caitlin Clark for Iowa, of course, is a superstar. And then, you know, all the talk yesterday was about the final, the mocking of each other, you know, the, the, poor the, trash, sports, talk. the trash talk and the sportsmanship yesterday. If I'd known about it, if I'd seen even a scintilla of yeah. it, I might have talked about it. I don't. I've never cared one thing about women's basketball. Maybe I should start getting into that. Well, but two the, things. Chris Dem is the reason I watched because he said in a text exchange, he said this girl can shoot from wherever. Yes, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. So I turned it on, and then I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. they, she was. I mean, it was a good game to me. She could shoot from the logo yeah. and make a three. Yeah. I mean, she's like Steph Curry range. Well, tell me why it was a good game. The I saw that the final score was a, a blowout. So, what was so good about it? I think it was the fact that it was high scoring, one hundred two to eighty five. Yes, it was a high scoring game. They were making baskets. It was the anticipation of can this Caitlin Clark bring them back uh-huh. and get them? But she was on the bench because of foul, foul trouble. trouble. It was they. People have said is the worst ref game. Yep. Yep, in yep, a yep, long, yep. long time. 
And uh, the trash talking, uh, that's become a big thing. Okay, let's talk about that a minute. I saw a lot of that yesterday. If I had seen a whit of this game, mm. we would have been all over this yesterday. But you don't care. I don't mm -hmm. care about women's college basketball. Never have. I've never cared about because mm -hmm. I didn't think it was close to the men's game. But now it's gotten better athletically, and the guys, the stars, leave early. So, like the game last night was a clunker. Well, you know what's interesting too is that you know when we were in recent memory. I mean, Biggie certainly even you know old enough to remember this. There was one or two college basketball women's teams, UConn. Yeah, and Tennessee. that was it. Yeah. Now look. Yeah, I know. You Used know to be I mean? UConn, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, South Carolina's a dominant performer. Stanford is great. And when they got to the Final Four, South Carolina, which I, I did know enough to know, okay, South Carolina's going to win this because they're undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. And then when Iowa beat them, I think that's what gave it so much uh, of a buzz going into the final. And the coach for LSU wears those wild outfits, and she's kind of mm -hmm. like in everybody's I, face. You know, and I don't know women's coaches, but apparently – I guess this was her fifth championship with a uh, different school. Two different schools. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Like, I guess her leaving Baylor for LSU was a really big deal. Yes, you know. So I kind of read that backstory. So it was yeah. intriguing. So to the the big thing to me was there was a lot of talk yesterday about this is women's college basketball. Now there's big talk about the poorly officiated that the stars were on the bench, which Chris Dim brought up yesterday and I ignored. Mm -hmm, I remember. Okay. <laughs> and if you look at the South Carolina game against Iowa, yeah. the best player in the country, the consensus player of the year, mm -hmm. was on the bench in all of the highlights. Yes, yes, right. So, the other thing was uh, the woman that plays for LSU got in the face of some of the Iowa players, Caitlin Clark, the star, and started doing... Uh, what Caitlin Clark had done earlier. You can't see me. You can't see me. And then pointing to her ring. And I, I'll i just be honest with you. Yesterday, I saw all these talking heads on sports. I listened to a lot of sports radio, and that was the topic. It was The topic was, well, why did this woman do this? And Caitlin Clark had, you know, she does this. And everybody to a man said, I love this. I love hmm. what I'm seeing from these women yeah, we're competing at a high level, and I'm going to do this in your face. And I saw the highlights of it, and I hated it. I hated every second of that. And to me, that was the worst sportsmanship I've ever seen, first from the Iowa player, Caitlin Clark, and then from the LSU player. And I think both of them should be told, you don't win or lose like that. You both look foolish doing that. And that's the way I was raised and grew up. And instead, every single... Sports commentators said, oh, this is so great. And they'll come back next year and there'll be a rivalry. And I hated that. I thought that was awful display. I mean, I was raised that you respect your opponent, you win with class, and you lose with class. And they didn't do that, either one of them. And I didn't like it. Did you all agree? I hated it. I, mean, I, I hated it. I'll tell you this. Uh, see, you're, the thing is where you're at, that's, that's fine. You, take, you didn't like either one. The problem, it seems, where some people didn't like uh, the player Reese's but it was fine when Clark did it. So yeah, there is a racial element to it. It was, was like, yeah, you know, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't like either one. Either one. Yeah. No, so like you're, yeah. yeah. That was more the, the debate was yeah, going I on was. I know. That was the debate. And I, you know, my thing was Clark started it. Yeah, she did. So. Yeah, she did. I mean. So I don't really mind the LSU yeah. player as much as I like her, I mind yeah. Clark doing it. Mm -hmm. Clark, uh, I mean, she's great. She knows it, you know, and so she does yeah. that. And mm -hmm. I guess that was a John Cena move where you, it is, you it's can't a, see me. Yeah, it's like being invisible. It's a yeah. wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, I didn't, I just didn't, I thought that display, I thought all those commentators who said, I love it. These are the highest. I think they should have said, this is bad sportsmanship by both. But that's, 
that is how the game is played in the NBA now. I mean, that I is. I mean, that's. I, know. I don't yeah, like that either. Maybe that's what they're saying is, is the, the the women's game is quote unquote arrived. Yeah. Because yeah, now yeah. they're playing. Yeah. You know, at the they're trash talking at higher levels. Mm, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, know. Somebody did. Somebody did the you're too short to LeBron James. I know. I don't like LeBron. that. LeBron. I can't yeah. stand that. I just can't yeah, stand that's it. That's a Pat Bev. Yeah, Patrick Beverly. I I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it's it's more celebrated the bat flips in baseball yeah. and all that. I, I just. The way my parents taught me was just win with dignity, lose with class, and go about your business. And that's not done anymore. And I think you're right. And actually, I will say this. When I see women doing it, it's more, it's just different to me. I mean, men, you've seen it forever, so it's like mm-hmm. almost just part of it. It's like wallpaper. But yeah, it's just part of the, yeah, one, yeah. the culture of the game. I don't like it. I wish I wish somebody... I bet your son does it when he's playing with his friends. Oh, yeah. Listen, I told him last night, we were watching this on... Pardon the interruption or something. They were they were hashing it out or uh, the one the one before it, around the horn, and uh, I said, "What do you think about this?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, you got to get you got to let them know who's what's up." And I said, "And now this is the same gentleman, my son, <laughs> who's who, now eighteen, who's now eighteen. That when he was seventeen in his rec league career, hit a three pointer, one of about twelve points he scored in the season, and blew a kiss to the opposing <laughs> team's bench." As he walked by. In rec league. And yeah. got a technical foul. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't there for that game. And I said, well, I'm glad you got a technical foul for that. Yeah. That's showing your, your hind end. He goes, what's, I had to show him what's up. And I said, you you are such a pipsqueak. You, you average one point a game. <laughs> or, or less. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's one thing, I guess, when Caitlin Clark does it. At least she can back it, it up. She can shoot from the logo. And the LSU player. At least they can do it. You know, yeah. For my son, who drains a three once every three years, <laughs> to blow a kiss to the other team. I said, we are not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing well, it. Well, I'll tell you who stepped into it now, too. Mm. That would be our first lady, Jill Biden. Well, that's okay. I read this article today. Jill Biden said, let's invite both the winning team, the LSU Lady Tigers, and the losing team, the Lady Hawkeyes from Iowa, to the White House so we can all celebrate. To which I said, ballyhoo. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, you know, the it's thing a is, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, it is. apparently, <laughs> it was also her first time viewing a women's college basketball yeah, game neither. like mine. So she's like, well, look at these teams <laughs> giving it their all. Let's bring both. Not realizing what she's stepping into at Never all. been yeah. done. Never been done. Of course, only the champion goes yeah. to the White House. She's like, let's have the Iowa players, too. Mm-hmm. That got swift backlash. No, yeah. no, I think that I think that'll disappear. <laughs> that is pretty. Stupid. Hopefully, within twelve hours. You talk about the everybody gets a trophy thing. Here, mm-hmm. let's all come to the White yeah. House. So that was the big scuttlebutt yesterday. I just wish there was more sportsmanship in sports. Mm-hmm. I I guess it's Duke coach Mike Shishovsky who was with me. You recall what happened when he felt like the Duke he wants more rah rah. Exactly. He felt like the Duke uh, students. Were their chants were over the line when they were talking and uh, belittling the other team? So he said, "Let's not do it that way." Defense, yeah, let's go. Come on, Duke. Yeah, let's go, Duke. Come on. Count me as mm-hmm. a Coach K disciple. Yes. We we are that way. You, know? you like the sports the way it was played in Pleasantville before the yes. world turned to color. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. I do. And I think two-handed set shots. I I've seen Coach K. I've uh, this week. I've seen a lot of because Jim Nance retired. I saw a lot of Coach K footage. And when they would win games and start to like even celebrate, he'd be like, "Calm it down, calm it down. We got another game to go." You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He would be like always keeping them in check. Of course, he's now 
Uh, he's an army guy. He's a, you know, old, Bob Knight disciple. old Bob Knight disciple. Yeah, you start to celebrate with Bob Knight, he'd punch you. That's right. Dead That's right. Guy. That's right. So I didn't That's like coaching. I didn't, but I, I get the racial thing of it. And some of the sports writers were saying, listen, uh, Caitlin Clark is covered differently than, was it Angel Reese from mm-hmm. LSU? And it's not right. I agree. I mean, But I just think both of them look bad. Well, you saw the immediate. I mean, Caitlin Clark, like, waved that one girl, like, I'm not even going to guard you. And people are like, oh, my God. You know, this yeah. is. I didn't, I didn't like, like that either. It was, I didn't oh like that. no, it was like it that. was celebrated differently. It was. Uh, now I'll say this: I think this is true. The guys' game because the players, the real stars, leave early. You know, you get clunkers sometime in the national championship. The women's game; these two are coming back. I mean, these both these teams are coming back. Caitlin Clark's playing again, isn't she? Yeah, the way I read it, uh, to be in the WNBA, mm-hmm. you have to be 22, and Caitlin Clark will not be yeah. next year. So she will have to play one more year at Iowa. Yes. And mm-hmm. she has a COVID year. You know, she's she's of that age yeah. where, so she does have two more years of eligibility. Probably play one. I mean, definitely play one. I would guess. Although, in Iowa, she she could probably make a fortune On in that NIL. NIL. And th- so they're saying, oh, this is what they're saying yesterday, look at this rivalry building. You can see Caitlin Clark wants it, wants it bad now. Now mm-hmm. she wants to go back and rub it in these women's face, you know, the coach for LSU and the, the because of the way they celebrated. So now you've got something to look forward to. Whereas guys, and B.B. Shea has said this, guys want to have a year and go to the NBA, and if they're not good enough, they make the NIL money and hang around, you know. Mm-hmm. So the product is not as good as it as it once was, of course. Yeah. I mean, you sit there, well, you get a 38% shooting and, team in the final. And look, now you got transfer portal stuff, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. one guy can be on, I mean, he, one guy could play for four different teams by the time he's done with exactly. college. Exactly. And that, you know, that's in women's, too. But I think that when, when men, when the college guys do that, it, you don't get invested in one team. You don't know the players. Yeah. I, you know, somebody said last night, I don't know these players for these teams. And the coaches, now that you've got Shashevsky retired, Roy Williams retired. You know the big names are not at the at the blue blood schools anymore either. So it's I don't know it's 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 just not quite what it was. And the women's game is coming, and I didn't watch it. You know I just didn't watch it. And when you all said you watched it, I said right, mm-hmm. okay, big deal. And then today I see I was on a radio board as I often am. You know. Looking around, seeing what other shows are doing, mm-hmm. this and that. We, we, it's a marketplace of ideas. That yes. I'm in. What have we learned? Well, let's, let me just say, there's a guy on there who's very well known in our industry. And some once in a while, we'll post something. And I go, hmm, I like it. And apparently, he was cleaning out a desk. And he had gone to a radio convention 20 years ago. And he said he had written down like he had gotten a thing from some radio guru of like eight things you're eight things 20 years back 20 years back on how to do a successful morning radio show. And he says these are as pertinent today as they were 20 years ago. And the very first thing is be topical. <laughs> all right. Be topical. Now, the all anybody talked about yesterday was the women's final. Mm-hmm. And when Biggie brought it up, I, I hit said, the brakes. <laughs> Next, <laughs> women. Now, it's national ice scoop, ice cream scoop day. Remember, I said that. That's how I I changed topics and mm-hmm. said it's ice cream scoop day. Biggie said, "Yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You drag your knuckles through mm-hmm. the ice cream." It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I I drip sweat into the chunky monkey, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, they said get out. Ben and Jerry's told me years ago, get out. All right, be topical. Missed it. Missed it by 24 hours. Today, just today. Because of something we touched on yesterday, I did a lot of research and planned a big segment on Brent Musburger. 
Well, what? Checks what? The, it's box one it's for sure. <laughs> Be topical. <laughs> Missed the women's final. Brett Musburger. <laughs> he left broadcasting on CBS. He did his last Final Four game 23 years ago. No, 33 years ago. And 33. I said, I said, I'm going to get on this Most today. of you will remember. <laughs> Two. All right, second. How to be successful and run a successful morning radio program. Two. Be visible around town. <laughs> if not for pickleball, I wouldn't yeah. be seen. <laughs> You're John Cena. He's doing the he's doing the Cena. You can't see me. He's doing the Caitlin Clark. Okay. I okay. I'm on my couch or a pickleball court. Twelve people see me. Yeah. That's it. There's nobody Sometimes else. Sometimes there used to be sightings at the Costco. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get to make Costco sightings. Uh, in certain areas, if you drive by sometimes at the right time, you can <laughs> see them on a billboard occasionally. Every time I see it, I cringe. Mm, I, yeah. I see myself on that billboard and go, my God. Oh, it's appalling. Please don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please go to the next one. Go to the next billboard. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting for it to flip. Yeah. And there it is. And yeah. Like, oh my God. I well, shared this with Biggie. Speaking of number two on the list. Yeah. Seen around town. Be visible. I got an anonymous note. No mm. return address. Mm-hmm. No signature. Yeah. It's about cheese, quality cheese. Because it, you it, like, uh, yeah, I love cheese. Yeah. And uh, the note reads, and this is it. It says simply, yeah. "Saw you at lunch the other day. Wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed your show, uh-huh. but I was scared you would hug me." <laughs> what? You never. <laughs> no. Exactly. That's not you. So clearly, someone gets the show, but didn't even sign his or her name. Didn't even do that. Right. Yeah. People have left notes on my Acura before, and I look around. Mm-hmm. What's what's going? If this on? isn't moved. We're gonna tow it. <laughs> yeah, that's the note. No, yeah. this isn't a beater. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the dialysis people will take this car. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to tow it, sir. Even the dialysis people. Yeah, will not the, the take will, will buy your car. How to do a great morning radio show? Three. Hang out with other show members outside of show often. <laughs> Never, ever, We ever. went to dinner mm. one Christmas, what, three years back? Yeah. Well, pre-COVID. <laughs> pre-COVID. Uh, we're not going to do that anymore. We stopped that. We did one, we've had one mm-hmm. dinner together in 25 years. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Four, stay fresh. <laughs> Example, don't do the same contest at the same time every day. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just looking at it. Okay. Uh, five, show your emotions. Don't be afraid to cry. Never a tear shed on that. We don't shed a tear on this program. Chris Tim, it shows weakness. You know, we I'm a rock. He is a rock. He will not do that. Do something spontaneous every single day. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Even if it's just changing up your wardrobe. <laughs> not, not, a, uh, not a thing. Yeah. We don't do this. Uh, be controversial. Now, we did have a good fight about... Uh, when Dave attacked my favorite restaurant the other day, he said that uh, yeah. the only thing good at Chick-fil-A was their sandwich. That was ugly. And that was ugly and controversial. And finally, this is the last thing to do, a great morning radio show. Don't just run out of the studio the moment the show ends. <laughs> Spend a lot of time together going back over Rehash. It. Rehash. <laughs> what, Rework. What went well? <laughs> You know, when you said such and such, I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Go further. <laughs> we never do that. We never do any of those things. So there you are. I mean, we're 24 hours late with the women's. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the men's. And uh, I got this piece on Brent Musburger now. That was a, that was, that was astounding. That was a, for Jim Nance's final, final four game, his uh, last championship game last night, which he called last night. Did he tear up? I haven't heard. I didn't see or hear the ending. Choked up at the very end. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have that. 
we had the very last thing that he said. Uh, and the he, confetti was yeah, being I mean, swept was up. Over, yeah. They, and they were just showing. I mean, the credits were rolling and everything. So this is his final few moments on his last college basketball broadcast. Guys. Another loss. We're, we're at a loss. We're at a loss for sure. The GOAT. Just remember, one thing I learned through all of this is everybody has a dream. And everybody has a story to tell. Just try to find that story. Be kind. You've told it better than most, let me tell you. Can I tell you one other thing? I mean this. Not to try to play off hello friends. But to you, everybody in the college game, my CBS family, my family, all the viewers, thank you for being my friend. The last thing he said last night is... It's a little golden girly. Thank, Thank you for being, being a friend. My friend.